Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm your bartender for the evening. I'm the dude. You can call me the dude. You can call me Anthony. Take your pick. It doesn't matter to you. I actually had one person tell me one time uh, when I told them that my nickname was the dude, they just looked at me and said, I can't call you that. that, that it just not, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, totally understandable. Yeah. You know, people just aren't into nicknames or nicknames as generic as that. Anyway, today, this is our special midweek Hey Bartender podcast advice show, and we're just going to kick back, relax, and talk about a time when I gave bartenderly advice to one of my customers just because they acted like they needed it. And like I've always said, bartenders and sometimes hairdressers are the most likely people to hear problems that most people aren't comfortable telling their doctors or psychologists or parents or whatever and even though some of those questions really need to be brought up but anyway to go along with today's theme i actually ran across a drink on absolutedrinks.com this drink is called loneliness oh what you're gonna need is one and a half uh shots of absolute vodka one dash of orange bitters three quarters shot lemon juice three quarters shot vanilla syrup and one-third part egg white. Well, how you do this is you fill a shaker with ice cubes, add all the ingredients all at once, shake and strain into a chilled rocks glass, and serve. You know, from the looks of the pictures, it looks kind of tasty, but uh, um, I don't know. You guys got to tell me. Hey, you bartenders out there, I want you to take that drink and uh, get serve it to one of your customers. Give, give it, well, you don't have to give it to them. You have to sell the alcohol to these people, of course. But if you want to um, have somebody try it, after they do, email me. Tell me what they thought. Or if you try it yourself, email me. Tell me what you thought. Dude at HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Also, if you ever run across any interesting bartender I need advice issues that you would like to talk about on the show, or just tell me about through email that I can so I can talk about it on the show, email me. Dude at HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Okay, so this guy walks into my bar i just uh well he did walk in the bar but you know it sounds like the beginning of a joke and you know who doesn't love a guy uh so this guy walks into a bar joke and for those of you bartenders who have never heard a guy walks into a bar joke some of the famous ways of ending that joke is so this guy walks into a bar and he says damn that hurt Uh, or a priest a minister and a rabbi you know no let's let's not go into that anyway the real story I have one of my regular customers comes into the bar one night and he long time regular. He, I, he's been 
he'd been following me around to various bars that I've worked at. And I considered him a good friend because we, he and I had a lot in common. Uh, both of us musicians, he granted, he was a lot better than me and he was actually playing live in front of people all the time. And, uh, both of us love music and, you know, we, we just had a lot in common. We'd talk about rock and roll all night long if we could. But the thing about him was, is he had lived a life of almost terminal loneliness. And mostly because that he uh, had gone through a, uh, a couple divorces by that point. And... You know, I never asked just because it's none of, none of my business because I actually dated his daughter, uh, stepdaughter, uh, for uh, took our took her out on a couple dates. We were never official boyfriend, girlfriend, because I kind of screwed that up. That's a different story. But uh, we we became friends uh, because I dated his stepdaughter. And at that point, he had already been divorced. And I think that it hit him. Uh, really hard. I mean, bartender servers out there. I mean, you've had customers that take breakups really, really bad. I mean, just one of those people that just, they're okay when they start out, but then all of a sudden they get a couple drinks in them and all, all of a sudden they're screaming, she said she'd always love me. And you got to deal with that for the rest of the night. You either got to cut them off or encourage them to go home because you don't want that kind of personality bringing everybody else down in your bar. You got, you got to try to talk them down, take, make it easy for them and say, okay, let's talk for a second. If you have a second, I mean, I used to work in a mom and pop, uh, type of store, uh, type of bar. And yeah, I'm sure in corporate situations, you don't have time to do things like that because you're throwing out drinks for everybody. But in my bar, in the mom and pop uh, bars, there's a little bit of expectation that you take the time, get to know your customer, and really know their privates, private secrets, private secrets, and uh, uh, get to get get a lot more personal with them. Shouldn't have paused on that word, privates. I was, uh, I, hopefully my audience is, has a dirty of mine as they think they do, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think he ever got really got over that marriage that really hit him really hard and it's put him in a, uh, depression. Uh, he, uh, hung out in the bar quite a bit. He didn't necessarily have a real problem talking to other women. Uh, but uh, he, I think, uh, he got put in the friend zone, uh, right after his marriage and, uh, for a long time, couldn't get out and he wanted out cause you could see it in his face. Majority of the time he was lonely. And so, you know, when he feels like he needs a little bit of company, he heads down to the local bar. That's what everybody does. And, you know, come out and he knows that I'm working so he can come in, come in, talk to me. I took his mind off most of his problems every once in a while because uh, he and I talk about rock and roll and I love talking about rock and roll. And, you know, we, and we really got obscure once in a while. I mean, how many people actually talk about Freddie and the dreamers now? And I, I don't know how many of you people out there know who that is, but uh, if you got a minute, look it up on YouTube, uh, Freddie and the dreamers, I'm telling you now, 
you'll crack yourself up because banned back in the sixties and it just, the whole concept of the, uh, the, doing the Freddy was hilarious. I don't even know they'd let anybody do that nowadays, but I'm sorry, back onto the subject. So one night he hit a low, he was just in, uh, you know, in that dark, lonely pit where he uh, put himself majority of the time. And he just said, I, I'm lonely. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be alone. I don't, uh, and I just can't snap out of it. And I, I was like, you just need to meet somebody. Very generic, uh, answer to anybody who's uh, claiming they're lonely because honestly, me personally, when somebody starts talking about how lonely they are, that is an incredibly uncomfortable moment for me, and I want out. But he was a good friend of mine, and of course I wanted to take the time, make sure that my friend was okay, and plus the bar was slow that night, so I could give him a little bit more attention than I would normally give somebody with that kind of uh, need. So I basically said to him, dude, you aren't lonely. You've got all these friends that jump up and down almost when you come into the bar. I mean, they just automatically, Hey, how you been? You know, and, uh, you're hanging around a lot of married people because all the, the group of people that you, uh, tend to talk to most are married. And so it's, if you uh, think, look across the room and you see the, uh, see a woman that you think is pretty, she's got a husband. Yeah. You're pretty much SOL in cause this guy was, a real nice guy. He's not the type of guy that would try to jump in on somebody else's relationship, whether they're just dating or they're married, a real, uh, gentleman. And so I said, what you need to do is just, you know, get a little uncomfortable every now and then, which I'm guessing is often. And, uh, you know, just talk to people. I mean, dude, you're a musician uh, it, that plays all over this area, all over this state. You have opportunities to meet people constantly. And all you have to do is just make yourself available uh, and just walk up to the random person and say, Hey, how you doing? And, you know, and I said, you're just introverted, uh, new crowds. If you're not behind your drum kit, uh, you're, just uncomfortable with being in the crowd and but it trust me it's not going to hurt and uh he said you know what you're probably right and i said well and if i'm not right sorry um i mean if i'm wrong on next your next drinks on me but i could only afford one and nothing imported domestic only and uh he said well how do you know that's going to work? And I said, hell, I don't know that's going to work. And he said, well, why do you think that's the solution? And I said, that's what people constantly tell me. I was in my late twenties at that time. And, uh, he was in his uh, probably, uh, early forties maybe. And, uh, you know, I'd been through a breakup and, uh, you know, I, that's the, that was the only way, the only thing that my friends would constantly tell me, you need to put yourself back out there. You need to go out and be uncomfortable. And that's the only way you're going to meet people. At least the friends that wanted me to date. Do you ever have those friends uh, that are so protective of you? They 
basically won't ever let you date anybody unless they approve and they hardly ever approve. That happened to me a lot. But for, uh, but for my customer, his, all of his friends wanted to see him with somebody. They wanted to see him happy because, you know, there were days where he came in, he where he was happy uh, and, uh, you know, uh, was able to play the drum slow to wipe out on the bar and other di- days where he came in looking like droopy dog. And uh, most of his friends hated to see him like that. And well, all of his friends, a good, a good friend would hate to see you like that. So his friends would, they wouldn't necessarily go out of their way to try to hook him up with anybody. In fact, I don't think any of his friends ever hooked him up with anybody, but you know, I'm sure there were days where they said, they just said to themselves as they're driving home going, God, he needs to get laid in the worst way. And, but for a guy that was as lonely uh, as he was just getting laid, I don't think would cut it because it, just one of those guys that would get emotionally attached almost immediately. I'm sure that scared off a lot of women because it scares off uh, people in general when uh, somebody has been lonely for a really long time and the second they get into an, uh, any kind of relationship or uh, physical or, you know, uh, anything like that, they think that they're in love. I just automatically, boom, snap, they're in love. And that can scare away a lot of people. I mean, bartenders, you see it all, the bartender servers, you see it all the time. These two people that have never met before, all of a sudden they hit it off one night and then a week later, you run into one of them, and uh, one of them either says they never called me back, or the other one, uh, the other one says, uh, "Are they in here?" Because I've been getting a lot of phone calls from them, and yeah, they're kind of creeping me out. And everybody in this world deals with loneliness at one time or another. We find ourselves where we're just sitting by ourselves, doing nothing. We've just binge watched the same TV show for the fourth time in three months. And uh, all of a sudden we realize, you know, that we want to talk to somebody. We want to interact with people. Some people can take themselves out of that situation and, uh, you know, go over to the local bar, go over to the local club or uh, just any social type of situation. Hell, some of you probably swingers clubs. I'm no one to judge. But, and, you know, that's how you get social. But for some people with like social anxiety issues, it's tough for them to just say, well, I should go out. Well, where do I want to go? Well, that's too loud in there. Well, I don't know anybody in there. I just, things like that just freak out these, uh, freak out introverts. I should know. I am one. And so it's tough for a lot of people to meet somebody new, but there's that biological need to be with somebody and not just to sit down and talk. It's there's the feeling for intimacy. That's, you know, cause I think personally, that's what my friend was really needing. He had friends. He could talk to anybody, but he wanted somebody to spend intimate time with. And I don't mean just rolling in the hay. I, uh, I mean, just really be 
that's somebody that he could lean on and talk about his uh, talk about his day at work, talk about uh, interests, and uh, it's you know that's just what people need from time to time. And the physical aspect of it, which I'm sure by that by that point in time when I talked to him, he was missing that a lot. But uh, and that I mean a roll in the hay, uh, but. Uh, you know, there's nothing I can do him, do for him for that. Maybe some other bartender, but I couldn't do it. But, you know, just being lonely, I mean, the whole trick to it, from what I've seen, what I've observed in my time as being a bartender, is you just got to put yourself out there. I mean, I've seen guys come in who were really lonely hearts, uh, just sitting at the end of the bar, nursing a beer, pretending like they're interested in whatever the hell's on the TV at that point in time. And then all of a sudden, one night, somebody sits next to them and they start have a conversation and it develops into a good friendship or even a good relationship. It's, it, you know, the I don't understand the whole psychology of it. I mean, I'm just a bartender. I'm not a psychologist. I don't study the human psyche or anything like that. But sometimes it just seems like magic when two people find each other. It just, it just, how does it happen? It you know, it, how did, you know, if you believe in fate, uh, did fate make sure that they were sitting next to each other at that point in time? If, uh, you believe in karma was, uh, was it, uh, did he do something finally that uh, put him right on track to find something that he really wanted and needed? It's, it, it, you know, love is probably one of the most confusing things in this world. And in, if anybody understood love, actually, I think that would probably be the end of the universe. It, it I mean, people have these conceptions on what love should be, what relationships should be. And oftentimes those conceptions are the th- very things that keep them out of relationships. Uh, you know, that it, I see that constantly when, you know, I'd see these, uh, like there was this woman at the bar who insisted that the guy be a certain height, the guy have a certain job, make a certain amount of money. And all these other guys that were perfectly great guys that would treat her like a queen just passed her right by and she sat there and wondered how come she can't get into a relationship. But the whole concept of love and relationships, I think Christopher Titus said it best in one of his stand-up specials. He said at the beginning of his show, if you're here tonight and you've never contemplated suicide, then you've never been in love. But if you're here tonight and you've never come contemplated murder, then you've never been divorced. I always thought that was hilarious. Really dark humor, but uh, it was hilarious. But the trick to finding yourself uh, out of the loneliness area, I'm still trying to figure out the friend zone, how to get out of the friend zone. I have no idea how to get out of that. And when I do, trust me, I will be making a show about that. But the way to get out of loneliness is go to a place that uh, your interest, well, that has your interests in mind. Like if you're, into music go to a uh, go to a lo- local music venue uh, if you're into baseball uh you know get uh go to a local sports bar 
and there will be people there that share your same interests. And sure, you might have to sift through a couple dozen Dodgers fans before you find uh, a Mets fan or a Yankees fan that, you know, or depending on what team that you like, I just, that's the only, the only teams that popped into my head right away. But you might have to sift through quite a few people before you find somebody that has the same interests. I mean, if I walked into a music bar wearing a Beatles t-shirt and I saw a really pretty girl across the way wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt, would that turn me off? No, but, uh, you know, we might have uh, butt heads on who's the better guitar player, who's the better singer, who's the better songwriter. <coughs> but... I bet we can get past that. Uh, it's not lowering standards. It's just coming to an understanding. Not that I'm putting down the Rolling Stones. Anyway. Oh, time for a commercial. Just want to remind you guys, if you want to get your hands on any Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise, head over to heybartenderpodcast.com and you can find my blog. You can find some drink recipes and pick yourself up a t-shirt help support the show by buying yourself a hey bartender podcast t-shirt today but you know there's no cure to loneliness out there people it just uh it's just one of those things and you know just you gotta figure out if you don't know what you're interested in i mean if you're sitting there Right now, after I said that whole thing, you got to find some place where other people have like interests and your mind came up blank. Maybe you need to think about yourself for a little while. What, you know, sit back and ask yourself questions. What am I passionate about? What interests me? And then once you figure that out, you're halfway there, according to your bartender, at least. Anyway, so let's uh, end off the bartender advice show. I'd like to thank AbsoluteDrinks.com for letting me steal one of their drink recipes. If anybody tries the loneliness, uh, email me, dude at HeyBartenderPodcast.com, and uh, tell me what it was like. Hey, by the way, if you want to be on the Hey Bartender Podcast show, help me out, because that's one of my New Year's resolutions this year is to get more guests on the show. If you want to get on... Hey, Bartender Podcast, talk about your bar, talk about yourself, do a little bit of advertisement plugging. Um, just email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, and we'll see about getting you on the show. Hey, also, if you don't really want to be on a full show, I really want uh, to hear from some of you bartenders. I dare you bartenders right now, here and now, use your cell phone, get the voice recording thing going, and record yourself saying, Something to the effect of, hey, this is Mark Johnson from uh, Chase Tavern in Missoula, Kentucky, and you're listening to Hey Bartender Podcast. I dare you guys to do that. Once you record that, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. Anyway, let's end off this show on a bright note. You don't have to be lonely out there, people. There are literally billions of people out there, and odds are you're going to get along with at least one of them. So until the next HeyBartenderPodcast.com, check out the Facebook page, check out the Instagram page. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, once in a while, you'll find something uh, interesting on there for me. Uh, visit www.HeyBartenderPodcast.com. And don't forget to email me, dude, at HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Uh, 
Until the next show, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anybody. Good night. So good, I had to blow up.